That's well, this is it. a deep ass podcast, man. I love this, man. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, we're all up in feelings. We, we, and ha- shit. we have we're to like do. We have to do that. Tony's so there, uncomfortable dude. over there. I this. am, man. I, I come it. old school. You bury that shit. And don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking about deep stuff. <laughs> well, Jesus. <laughs> and here we go again. Bikers Podcast, presented by Memphis Shades, the clear choice for custom windshields and bearings for your motorcycle. And wild-ass seats, stay in the saddle longer and in total comfort, no matter your butt or budget. Are you following the 530 Bikers on social media? Find us on Facebook and look us up on Instagram and TikTok at 530Bikers. So what are we talking about tonight? Spouses that don't ride. Living your best moto life when your spouse slash significant other doesn't. Well, that makes it a lot easier. Wow. (laughs) That hits a little close to home. I'm one of those people. I'm not going to say. Tony, you're one of those people, aren't you? I am. I I can probably count on one hand as many times as my wife's been out with me on the bike. Probably three, four times total. Yeah, same. Is that because you shaved your mustache off or? Uh, no, right now, it's, no. It's just that uh, <laughs> you know. I'm not going to take it that time. Not, not going to take it, man. You're trying to tip. break up a happy home. It's on the tip of my tongue. Dude. It's a happy home. You're trying trying to get me in trouble. I'm not taking it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm. So let me ask you this then: if if we're talking about your spouse not riding. Is it one of those things where you need to have your own hobbies or do you need to have, um, you know, do you need to be doing the same things together outside of that too? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, for me, you know, my wife, my wife won't get on the bike. She won't even get on the bike in the garage. She had a really bad experience when she was a teenager. Thanks to my, well, I'm not going to say that. Uh, Thanks to my brother-in-law. Who, uh, who dumped her on a bike when she was uh, was a teenager? So she doesn't really, she doesn't want to get on one. And I, I, to be honest with you, I don't like riding two up anyway. So I don't know if that's a bad thing in my case. Two up is unless you do it a lot, it's sketchy. Yeah, yeah. I saw some guys this weekend riding with their 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 wives, and I was just amazed, man. Those they were like they didn't give a shit. They're, I mean, mm-hmm. all over the place, you know. When I was a passenger, Jared just, it didn't phase him one bit. I mean, I, well, that's because he was missing all the turns. So yeah, I mean, that's just, right. Just straight line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think that number one, two up riding is a skill. So, and both people need to have skills. It's just not the driver. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Both the passenger need needs to know what's going on also. Yep. yep. And needs to be paying attention. Yeah. And if you don't, practice two up riding and, and you're out of practice you will absolutely make mistakes mm-hmm. so that's i mean that's a given so i think i think when you're talking about your spouse not riding i think the most important thing is whatever your passion is if it's motorcycling that your spouse is going to support you in whatever that passion is because if they're not involved 
any type of extracurricular outside of work and family is going to cost money. And they need to be okay with you spending money on something that they're not involved in or not passionate about. And time. And time. Yeah, time time's the big one, right? The time the time's the hard one. And uh it's tough. You know, there's been uh, many a time where I wanted to ride, but there was responsibilities that had to happen here at home before I could go ride, you know? So, you know, you mean like going to Uranus with all your friends? Yeah. Like, like that, you know, (laughs) spring break, but no, like if I, I I always figured like me and my wife, we've been married 27 years. So, I mean, it's, it's been a long time and it's a, it's truly a a team effort. You know what I mean? So you got to put the time in and if you put the time into that, then you can have the, you can have the time to do what you want to do, if that makes sense. Yep, totally. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm in the same boat um, as you. We've been married about the same amount of time you have, Tony. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, my wife has stuff that she does. I have, yeah. obviously, writing and things that I like to do. But I, I think for me it's, you know, there are times when I'm out enjoying something and the first thing that pops in my mind is, damn, I wish Miss Percy was here. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. To, yeah. To, to share in that because that's that's just not, you know, it's not something that we can experience together. Yeah, I think like with me, you know, we, we've got we got several factors that keep us riding together as much as we'd like. I mean, for one, we don't get a lot of me and her time with our kids. You know, my parents do a lot of work with taking them to school and picking them up and waiting for us to get home. So it's like we don't want to burden them all the time for a babysitter, you know, and. You know, with a with a kid with special needs, it's you're very picky about who watches your children. So most of the time, it's you know she'll go out and do something for a, a day or a weekend. I'll do something on a day or a weekend, and we can make it work. We can have a sitter. You know, it's riding motorcycles isn't always the first thing that you know me or her will want to do. You know, we kind of want to do something that we both have an equal interest in. Yeah. But, I mean, she's ridden on the bike a few times. She rode on the Sportster with me. I don't know how we did that. That's that goddamn thing. It, it, str- <laughs> it struggled a little bit. but um, Dude, those things are so small. I mean, I rode one again a few weeks ago for the first time, and, man, I forgot how small they are. I mean, they are just – they're small. The eight, at least the 883 is. Yeah. Felt teeny. Could you flat foot it? Yeah. I could. <laughs> I could flat foot it, and uh, pretty much you got a Freddie Flintstone that fucker to get it going. <laughs> yeah, but she's she's committed. You know, she's coming to the meetup this year. She wants she wants to come. She wanted to come to both uh, both the meetups we've had so far. Just it was a you know it was a thing with finding sitter to watch the kids. But you know we'll be we're going to try to get into two 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 up riding before. July that way we've got some experience because like like we were saying like it's a skill riding two ups a skill especially it doesn't really have me nervous nervous just I just know we have to take it easy because roads in Illinois and roads in near St. Robert aren't exactly the same no so I have to make a point to to do a do a route that's a little more technical with her on the back and just kind of go over again hey you know when I lean you lean or you just stay straight up and down just gotta take it easy but I'm looking forward to it, though. I mean, it's... It's going to be a good time. Yeah, I mean, I'm be looking forward to her meeting. Well, she's met Ryan, but meeting everybody else and the people that come and just having a good time. She's excited about it. So, Percy, let me ask you, because you spend a lot of time out of town. Yep. 
So like when you come home from out of town and you're like, I'm going to go ride for the weekend. Does your, does your wife throw a fit on that one? No, I mean, my wife's been totally super supportive since I started riding again. Like after she got over that initial, you're going to do what kind of phase yeah. and, and saw the, the change in, in my life, you know, and in my, my, myself that, you know, riding brought about, she's been really supportive. She actually, if, if she sees me starting to get edgy, she'll tell me, why don't you go ride? Just get out of the house for a while. Yeah. So yeah. even with all the amount of time you spend out of town, she doesn't mind that you get home on a Friday and it's like Saturday, I'm going to go ride. Yeah. No, I've been, I've been traveling for a long time. And she now is traveling to, you know, go up to Pennsylvania to help the kids out with sure. the grandkids and stuff. But, um, and I think that, you know, that's part of that is getting to where we are in life. You know, you've been married for a long time and you're, you're comfortable with each other and yeah, you know it, each other. And exactly. You know. It changes a little bit. Cause I know Ryan, your wife pushes you out the door sometimes to ride, doesn't she? <laughs> she does. Yeah. That's because yeah. he's because he snowed in eight months out of the you year. You know, this is the thing, and, and I I have to <clears throat> I have to count myself really lucky. My wife, um, not only is she really supportive of me riding, but she's really supportive of everything that's kind of come about surrounding motorcycles, the podcasts and that kind of stuff. Like tonight, she got you know she left the house with the kids and 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 they're out uh, doing something else tonight. So I got full bandwidth and everything. And but no, she she really does support me, and I think. For my wife, um, she she enjoys riding with me because she en enjoys spending the time. And we do, like, for us, we will maybe take the bike to go to dinner in the summertime or we'll take the bike to go to a movie and ride home in the evening afterwards when it's really nice. Um, she has gone on one multi-day trip, so she spent four days on the bike with me. Um, <clears throat> and she was a trooper, man. We went, we went all the way from 90-degree weather to pouring rain. And she did everything. She wore a t-shirt and jeans all the way up to full rain gear on that trip. And she never complained once. I mean, the only thing she was a little bit sketched out about riding in the rain because she felt uneasy like the bike was going to come out from underneath us. But she she was a trooper. She just has a hard time with um, she can't do 600 miles in a day. So that's no. just Shit, not dude, a lot of people can't do 600 miles in a day. Yeah. yeah, you're right. And so the idea of a long trip for her is a little bit out of her wheelhouse right now, but um, a multi-day trip she did. So, you know, if we, I, I could envision a, a point in time when we were a little bit older doing a multi-day trip, if I could get her at that 250 or 300 miles a day, you know what I mean? If we, if we plan a trip like that, when we're, uh, you know, older and vacationing, I think she'd do it. So, so your wife likes to ride then. She doesn't, you know, um, there's all, all the factors combined that are part of riding now, she enjoys. So, like, she likes having the calm systems. And so we can talk back and forth. Um, she doesn't I, – I would say that, yes, she likes to ride. I don't know. She doesn't love riding like I do. But she does like it. And I think she likes spending the time with me. And she, I think she also likes the amount of passion that I have for it, I think, kind of is a, is a driving factor for her, too. Because I think she likes to see that passion in, in, in me in terms of uh, just doing something that I love so much. But I have to give her all the credit in the world because she 150% supports everything I do around motorcycling. I honestly would not have that FXRT in that garage right now if it weren't for my wife. I mean, right. she was a catalyst behind getting telling me that I needed to go look at it and, and saying, just go buy it. I mean, you know, I really wouldn't because I had put it out of my mind. I didn't know one ass, one bike, right? I've said it a million times. 
Yeah, and, no. and and I went out today and I had it licensed and registered and everything. So at the mall, at the mall, at the mall <laughs> in our you, town. Did, right? Can you get an orange Julius? Right. Well, the the lady asked her. I said, you know, she said, do you just want regular plates? I said, well, can I get a personalized plate? And she said, um, sure. What would you like? And I said, can I get it? Can I get a BDE one? And she goes, that that shouldn't be a problem. She goes, do you mind if I ask you what does BDE stand for? And I said, well, that, that's big dick energy. And she said, she said, I'm sorry, sir, we can't do that. And I said, well, it doesn't say that on the license plate. She goes, yeah, but I know what it means now. I'm like, well, you shouldn't ask that. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> you shouldn't tell people that, man. No, Brittany, I got a question. Yeah. Do you ever go for a ride without Jared? So now that he's moved, I think we have to figure out how to navigate that because um, he almost, I feel like, would ride more than I would. So there's like days where maybe I'm tired after work or whatever, and I'm just like, I just don't, I just don't want to do it. I just want to like sit at home. And he'll be like, but it's like 80 degrees. We got to go outside. We got to go on the motorcycles. Um, so he'll go out by himself. But then obviously every time that I want to go out, he's now been there with me every trip and it's kind of weird for me because I'm going from riding solo all the time to having him with me all the time and I like having him there but just like you guys are saying I mean it's just like I'm kind of in the reverse boat where I'm like this is so different because I'm so used to riding by myself and not having to think about anybody else the whole time I don't know if I could speak for the other three guys here but I know that there's times when you kind of need that you time. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the bike is for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love my wife and kids, but there's just times that whether it's work or something else, another issue that's kind of getting to you through the week, a weekend ride can by yourself, even, even if you go with a buddy can really change things around for you mentally. Yeah. Yeah. I well, was going to say, I mean, that's, that is one of the, 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 I guess, advantages, I guess, if your spouse doesn't ride, right, that you can, you can do that and not feel guilty, right, about the fact that you, you've just got that, your, you know, time with your own thoughts. Even if you're riding with a friend, I mean, I went riding Saturday with, uh, with Blackline, and we have comm systems that don't work. And we, you know, we rode 150 miles out to get lunch somewhere. And it, even though we were together, it was nice just to have that time alone Quiet. with my thoughts you know and yeah 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 so let me ask you this tony because i know and this is going to be a serious question so don't don't read into it oh boy because <laughs> we we give you shit we give you shit endlessly about cleaning your motorcycle <laughs> but for you isn't cleaning your motorcycle part of the process of the ride it, it is dude that's all it's just like a routine and you know like the other day it was fucking raining I'm not riding in the rain, so I'm out in the garage cleaning my bike. Right. You, you, you know what I mean? That's that's what I do. When I come home, I, it's just a routine. I mean, Dustin saw it, and I mean, everybody's seen it. As soon mm-hmm. as I pull in the garage, man, fucking rag comes out. Yep. Fuck, you yep. clean my bike. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> Last time I was Wait. So when I come over there to work on my forks, <laughs> do I get a free no. bike wash? No. Damn it. <laughs> you get a free cock shine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it really is. It's if, I, if it's raining or if it's nasty or even if it's, you know, 8 o'clock at night and my wife's watching TV, something like Real Housewives of Atlanta that I don't want to watch, <laughs> you know, I'll go out to the garage and, and start doing something to the bike, you know? Right. 
I will yeah. say that they're so. I'm not good about washing my bike. It's covered in bugs right now. It's oh. it's bad, but there is a satisfaction to it where once you do like get everything out and you start cleaning it and then you have it all shining up and everything that it it is really nice. Like I really should do it more often. This is that bike you just bought and put bars on and everything, and it's in the garage covered with bugs. Yeah, because we went riding all weekend. All right, I'm, 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 all I'm not Tony, but that bugs the shit out of is me. Tight. <laughs> oh no, it's fucking covered in bugs. And in fact, like we stopped we stopped to get food at one point and on the drive up I'm like, Man, I can't see shit because my visor on my helmet is just like fuck it was just covered in bugs. I don't no. know what what it was going on this weekend, but all the bugs were out. No, there were a lot of bugs because my, my wife took our son up to Indy for his uh orientation for college and uh she got back and sunday morning i was out there washing her car dude fucking oh, bugs yeah, everywhere really i was like god damn it oh it was that <laughs> way when i came back from uranus came through uh louisville I mean, yeah the, the bugs yeah, my, were heavy all my over bug was, was like, nasty but oh, yeah. i cleaned them off at the hotel yeah. i do that yeah I, i'm not good about it i got home and mm. i was like all right cool i'm done for them i'm gonna go do something those else things now. will fucking dry up and scratch them. your shit they will yeah, yeah I, It'll I get do that, cleaned eventually. I do that on uh, when I go on a long ride. I whip out the rag and the uh, the bug slide, and I'll clean the visor off on my helmet at every gas station. Yeah. If we're there for more than fifteen minutes, and you know Nick is having a smoke or something, I'm cleaning my helmet off because that there is literally nothing that bo- that bothers me more than uh, a visor on a helmet that it's all covered in bugs. I feel like I feel like I can't see. Yeah. You know, what yeah. was the that last thing you. to go through that bug's mind? Yeah. What's oh, the last shit. thing? Oh, ah! oh shit! Yes, His ass. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice, Tony. <laughs> oh, that's okay, funny. Okay, I got it. I, I got like it. that one. That's a good one. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I I haven't gotten into a routine of that, like what you're saying. So I'm pretty terrible about it. I get home and I'm I did. Like, oh, I mean, it is. Well. I mean, because I have that gas station on the way home. I always stop. I fill up the tank. I go in the garage and I clean the bike, and then when when we're ready to ride next time, my shit's ready to roll. I think I think the other thing, Brittany, maybe that that is different for you, and maybe it's not. I may I maybe I'm making an assumption, but for guys, when we pull up to any place where there's 25 bikes, we're gonna spend 15 minutes just walking around and looking at the bikes. And yep. so, if your bike is all covered in bugs and looks like dog shit, you walk by the bike. Right. Yeah. So you want to keep your shit tight so that somebody stops and looks at your bike and and they're like, hey, that's a that's a dope looking bike. Yeah. And it's clean. I don't know. I mean, my thought is just, hey, I've been riding my bike. I didn't stop to clean it. That's the lazy person's excuse. I've come to the conclusion. (laughs) I ride my bike, so it's dirty. No, you're lazy and you won't clean the motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. Because it could be dirty from one ride. You went on one it, ride. Oh yeah, dirty all it, summer long. Yeah. yeah, right. Right now the pollen. Well, that's. I mean, weird. I, I I did a foam cannon on my bike. Was it Friday night? Rode Saturday. Bike covered with pollen. Did it again yesterday. No. Yeah. Just can't you know because that stuff gets thick. Oh yeah, I mean, you guys go, you guys come out in July. It's going to be bug season. So bring oh. your bug slide and bring your shit. That because bug slide be, works really good. Speaking of yeah, that, dude, I bought some of it. Mm-hmm. It it works stuff. and it smells good too. I told yeah, you, dude. It's good stuff. 
You'll be tempted yeah, my, to eat my it. My dealership sells it. I might have to go get some because I'm about out of next gen. And it is nice when you're traveling and you spray some on your visor because then you have that inside your helmet. It doesn't yeah. smell like the inside of an asshole. Dude, what, what, does it smell, <laughs> what does that stuff smell like? Because I bought some of that Turtle Wax ceramic spray. It smells like juicy fruit gum. Yeah, I, I'm not what sure is what the that smell bug is. Slide. Call it, like bug it's, slide. I'm not sure. It's nice. It's pleasant. Yeah. Let me mm-hmm. put you that way. Yeah, but order it. Smell. You can order that big kit off Amazon that comes with a little travel yep. sprayer. Yep. And then the yeah, big, I need like, to get some what travel it, stuff. 16 ounce or 32 ounce refill, whatever it is. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. Save you money. So, getting back to the topic of our spouses, um, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm like in the boat with Ryan. You know, wife's very supportive. You know, if I want to go for a ride, it's not a problem. You know, you usually need to find out if you have plans or not. Of, you know, of course, if you don't have plans with the family or something like that, because as busy as life gets, you can forget sometimes, and sometimes you only want to go ride. But no, like every time there's something that comes up with, with this show or something good out of a, a ride day or, you know, development with FDBM, you know, she's she's excited to know about it. So it's good having that type of support, too. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, Jared's really been supportive. I mean, I know, I know part of it for him is that he loves motorcycling, but it does take away, obviously, from like if we were going to do stuff together. And he's always just been like, "Yeah, go do that." Yeah, but I think the thing that keeps coming back to me though is, it, and it's it happens all the time. Or like when my son and I rode out to South Dakota, you know, I was actually I was seeing places that I know my wife wanted to go places she wanted to see not that. having you know your spouse there to kind of share that with you is uh or you you make it through you know you got you know what it's like you make it through a, a tough section of the ride or you feel like you really accomplished something and you know you want to share it with somebody and you know not going to happen yeah, yeah. they're not there yeah, that's take, i think that's part of what you want but why yeah when you're yeah. when you're riding with people too probably why you enjoyed riding with volts is that part of that it becomes a shared experience oh yeah yeah. And, and then you have a shared experience with somebody. So the when you stop, when you remember, oh, that time when we stopped in whatever state it was and saw that beautiful overlook, that you have that shared experience with somebody, and you can, you know, you can reminisce later about that shared experience, or you have had that long ride. You get to the hotel and you're both feeling the same way. Wow, that was a great ride. I will, I will say this though, and and I and I've said it before, and I've and I've told all my friends this too, and I know you've already experienced it, uh, Percy and. And Dustin, you've kind of experienced it now too. I don't know. I don't know if Tony's experienced or not too. But there is something about a really long solo trip alone that just does something to your soul Mm -hmm. that is different than experiencing that same ride with someone else. So are you talking like by yourself totally, or like with people and just not? No, like a total just barreling down the road. Like just, when I went on that trip last summer, out you're to talking Dustin, like Hotel California, man. It just yeah, just yeah. hitting the road and you're out by yourself. You, you know, you realize when you're 300 miles from home and and you're on the road and you're by yourself and the sun's setting behind you or the sun's rising in front of you because you got up before dark. There's just something about that that is a s- super unique feeling about motorcycling to have done that solo trip by yourself, no one around, um, no one to tell you when to stop, when to go, when to piss, when to eat. It's just, yep. it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a liberating and exhilarating. Uh, it, it's one of the best things about motorcycling. Honestly, it really is now, unless, unless you hate that kind of riding, 
it's one of the best things about motorcycling. No, I agree. It's it's a totally different vibe, you know. And I I know I can I can ride longer, further, faster by myself than I can with even with Volts, right? Who he and I are, you know, very much alike and, and very much in tune riding together. But you know, going out and knowing that you are completely free of any plans, right? In fact, Blackline and I were talking about this Saturday when, like, when I went out to Uranus. I kind of knew where I might want to stop. I didn't reserve hotels or anything. I was going to ride until I felt like I was. It was time for me to stop and get a hotel somewhere, you know. And, and that's 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 something I want to do, cool. you know. Not plan too much. Just get on a bike and go somewhere. Do yeah. a just you know, week long trip and just, you know, when I get there, I'll figure it out. Yep. Speaking of that, and this is completely off the rails. Did you all watch the Shade Tree video that he released? I think today or yesterday. The trip to the Ozarks that he did. I haven't seen it yet. No. It's an hour it. long. And I watched the whole fucking thing, dude. It was a fantastic video. Yeah. Who did this? Shade Tree. Okay. He rode Turd Ferguson, that fucking 500cc Honda, fucking 1,100 miles one way to the Ozarks. It was a great video. He did a great job with it. But it was just that type of thing you were just talking about, man. He just got on the bike and fucking went, you know, what did he go up there for. He, uh, he met one guy and they drove up to there, up to the Ozarks. And when they got there, uh, the honorary one showed up and a bunch of people showed up and they, they just rode, dude. They went up there and rode for two days and rode back to Tampa. I know a few people that were in the Ozarks not too long ago too. Well, yeah. Kudos to but, him. I, I don't, I don't think I will ever, ever in my life produce a video like that. No, it was a I great really don't, video. Because I, I, you know, if I if I'm out on a trip like that, my the problem I have is I don't want to really record anything, and I and I always think about stuff later, right? Like twenty yeah. minutes later, oh damn it, you know, yeah. I really should have recorded that because that was a one a one time deal. So like the ride but, up, he kept doing every hundred miles because they had to stop every hundred miles for gas. Yeah. So it was like you'd have these hundred mile blocks. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you know, he's riding that fucking bike, dude. It's, it's doing like seventy miles an hour. He's at eight thousand RPMs the whole way. Hmm. I mean, it's fucking. It was just. It was great. I was and like, he, he didn't have anybody on the back of his bike, obviously. No, no. But he's, you know, he hits the mountains, and it's like he's shifting the shit out of it, trying to get it up the mountains, and he's just fucking full throttle, and it's just putting up the thing. I was like, man, it was a good video. You guys ought to check, check it, it out. out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I noticed was, that too, Percy. It's like when when we get together, whether it was the first, you know, the first five that started the show, or the five now, or whatever, we don't get the cameras out. No, no, too busy having a good time to to film anything. Yeah, I mean, when you and I were you know, riding into Uranus a couple of weeks ago, yeah. it was it was just all about being in the moment and chatting, and I think we forced ourselves a couple of times to. To record a couple of things yeah but, yeah know. just to document the, yeah. the time there for uh people that are wanting to come out to the meetup but i mean like if you would have had the gopro on when that painter's tarp smacked me in the i know that would have been amazing if i would have had that recorded you know oh uh, yeah but i mean it's a story yeah dude i can't tell you the last time i strapped a gopro on my helmet i mean it's been a long time what I, else I, yeah, you I used strapped to go on out. your helmet besides the gopro well, I mean, I used to go out. Oh, speaking of that. So speaking I got of that, this uh -oh. fucking thing, dude. No, no, no. Finish your story before you tell them about the thing. Okay. But no, I mean, I, when I first stopped taking my GoPro, I felt guilty because I felt like I should be recording something. 
and now it's like the last thing I want to do when I write is yeah. record. Yeah. It it takes a it's for me it takes away from the experience of the ride. Yeah, there's too many times where I've taken a camera. Uh, what I oh, it's been over two. It's a bit almost two years, but there's too many times where I took a camera somewhere and was filming. I'm like, I wish I would have left this fucking thing at home. Yeah. You you know what? In in okay, I, I'm just gonna tell you one of the things I learned last summer about that is that I'm now dividing my time with writing or or whatever that if if i go out to make content then i then i'm going out with the intention of making content or i go out with the intention of making zero content and just writing and i found that to be a lot easier to manage what that process looks like and i had a lot more fun on the days making content because I know that was the, the intention of leaving my house. Like one, yeah. well, honestly, one of my favorite things to do right now in town is to drive around with just my phone and try to find a really fucking dope place to take a picture. Even if it's like in some alley by a dumpster, like it's like my goal to try to find some cool place to take a picture. And that I found Instagram that really banger. Fun. What's that? You have to find that Instagram banger, man. Absolutely, Some place but no, to take it, that Instagram banger at. It it makes it it makes it uh, fun then to to do content and also fun to ride and not do content, if that makes sense. And I think that I'm going to really focus on trying to make more. Um, uh, what would I call it? Uh, I don't want to say substantive, but much more like natural content rather than contrived content. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like. Whenever we go and, and camp, I'm just going to set up a camera and turn that fucker on. And whatever I get is going to be part of that experience of content rather than scripted talking or motivlogging. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring somebody to the experience of this is what it's like when you're by the campfire and you're sitting around bullshitting and you're preparing your steak that you're going to throw right on the right on the rocks and the flames. You know, mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff to try to just try to make it a little bit more organic. That's I guess that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Boy, we really got off topic. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Well, I mean, another another thing too, like another one of the reasons I I, I stopped moto vlogging was kind of has to do with the topic, but like you know, my wife doesn't tell me no, you can't go ride. You know, it's nothing like that. But um, I I can't. I don't have the opportunity to go out and ride every day. I can't go ride every weekend. I just can't. Like I I have to be a dad and a husband right. first. That's mm -hmm. my priority. Yeah. So I mean that's why that's why in reality I know we give Tony shit we would give Tony shit about not writing but in, in actuality like I don't give anybody shit about how much they do or don't write or how many miles because I don't know their situation mm -hmm. and I don't want to assume anything because you know I've got a situation where I can't I can't do a thousand miles a week yeah. I just can't yeah I'm you an asshole you can so do, I just give people shit about it <laughs> but no I mean you know you you do what you do it's kind of like what I was talking about. You, responsibility you know if you, you gotta take care of some other shit before you can go ride your motorcycle well right. and i'm a little bit i think i'm a little bit more like percy i find riding my motorcycle is a bit of my responsibility to keep myself healthy um oh so, no i i won't argue with that yeah but, so and i'm not no. saying i'm not saying you guys don't but i and my wife sees that in me like you said it earlier tony there's sometimes when she pushes me out the door and that's that's yeah. a real thing because i get you know, I'll get myself in, in, in such of a in such of a way that she doesn't want to be around me either. I don't want to be around me. 
And so yeah. I need to get out of the house. I need to get ride. I need to, I need to, you know, do something motorcycle related that clears my mind that, you know, cause I know a lot of people and I don't, I don't know if you know, or you do this, Dave, but a lot of people ride with music. I almost never ride with music. I almost ride silently in my helmet most of the time. Um, that's the way I prefer it, to be honest. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because majority of the time I listen to stuff in my helmet other than Tony Burpin or Belcher. Uh, yeah, like this Excuse weekend, me. I I didn't have the music on. See, yeah, I was, my, my again, I was riding with busy. other people, but we weren't connected. So it was like this totally isolated, you know, experience from an audio standpoint. Right. Brittany, Brittany, I think. Brittany, what were you saying? You said your mind. My mind too- is is like so busy that it's it's weird. But I I almost always listen to music whether I'm in the car or on the motorcycle. I have stuff going pretty much all the time, and it somehow that is more calming for me than it is if it's just quiet in most cases. I think I think you need to not. I think you need to not because you're, you're saying your mind is busy, but I think what you need to do is quiet your mind because all you're doing is feeding, you're feeding the frenzy by adding music to it, right? I think you should, I think you should not. I think you should try to focus on not riding with music or not riding with comms. Ryan, you and have see, no idea how well on a fucking hard mind. heavy metal breakdown calms my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Sorry. Well, you know, when I ride, I, I prefer to listen to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that totally settles hey, I me down. To you can to find it an enjoyable you ride. Podcast. <laughs> I actually listened to us today when I was running errands, and it made me very happy. So well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Because I know we're here recording it, but it is different when you go back and listen. I don't know if you guys it is. actually do. I quit listen, doing but... it because I kept spitting shit in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or spitting or in your helmet. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I did sneeze in my helmet this weekend, and that sucks. Dude. Oh, that's no good, dude. There's, there is <laughs> nothing good about that at when all. you do that, man. You got to no. pull over. And it's <laughs> worse when you're on the interstate and that happens. Yeah, oh, that would be sneezing bad. in your helmet yeah. is fucking. Yeah. It sucks ass. But no, I'm with Ryan. Sometimes you know when I'm on the motorcycle, I don't want anything. It's just like I want everybody to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. So that so that, let me ask that. a question then to those of you that ride with your spouses. Do you have those? I wish we could just shut the fuck up moments when you've got a spouse on the back of your bike. And how do you? Dude, let me that? tell you what. Me and my wife go to dinner, and not say two words the whole fucking dinner <laughs> until we get in the car. We have no problem shutting the fuck up. They call that, <laughs> what do they call that on Pulp Fiction? Uh, uncomfortable silences. Comfortable silence. Yeah. Comfortable yes. silence, that's it. It is yeah. not yeah. uncomfortable for but us. But if you're riding <laughs> two up, how do you handle that? Is that a thing? Is that a problem? Yeah, so, so you, you know, don't have wait, comms. Say it, being you know too what? noisy on the, is that what you're saying? No, like if, you're, if you have comms. You, you know what, Dave? This is the thing which I find, which I find incredibly interesting. It's, I think it's much easier on a motorcycle when she's sitting with me and not talking because she's touching me the entire time. Mm. So, <laughs> no, no, yeah, I, 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 I get, I'm not, no joking. Not, I, no, I, get what, I get what you're saying. Way. I get not what you're saying. Hand job way. Now, you know, can you guys you, grow you, up? The man's trying to talk about you know, this relationship <laughs> thing with his wife. And no, no I mean, I'm being respect. serious. I'm very uncomfortable I was right now. I'm not gonna <laughs> I, you're, I, you're connected. You're connected to that person because you're touching. on. Yeah, the I, I get that. I get that. I was being serious, Percy. I, I was a passenger before I became the one with the motorcycle. And I did not have the same feeling that Ryan has. <laughs> did Jared tell you to shut the fuck up? 
No. She wanted to get away from him. <laughs> actually, <laughs> that's probably more true <laughs> in all seriousness. Jared and I have a weird dynamic because he has ADHD. So he's like, usually I'm the one like, dude, can you turn your ADHD off for a second and pay attention? But when we've, when we got, went on trips, when I was the passenger, it was interesting because honestly, I would just sit on the back and it would just be quiet. And I would just, when you're not the one driving the motorcycle for me anyways, it it was very relaxing to where you just, you're just <laughs> sitting there. So I guess it's similar to what Ryan said, but without the touching part, gotcha. um, you're, but you're both there in the experience. So I guess it kind of calms you. Like you're not thinking about anything else. You're just enjoying being there. <laughs> yeah. I, well, this I've is a that, very deep episode. God I damn, that, man. Though, hey, I said that to, to like a new rider, right? Sometimes um, I'll, I'll use Bob as an example who rides with us. He he said he still gets off his motorcycle and he feels really his, his whole body is his shoulders are tight. His legs feel tight like he's, he's got tense. cramps all over. He's tense. Right. And I said, yeah. I said, Bob, you haven't settled into riding yet. I said, when you right. settle into riding and you realize that you're when you, I said, when I know I'm settled into the ride is when I look, you know, I'll look down and I have taken my hand off of the bars and my hands are resting on my, my hand grip. So they're just yep. resting like this. Yeah. And I don't even have my thumbs wrapped around the bars. Yep. I did that and I'm this just weekend. Like, yeah. When you're, and that's when, you know, you're just, you just have rested into the ride. I mean, I rode one time when I went, went down to Dustin's, I hit a, a spot where there was zero wind. I bet you I rode for 12 miles and didn't even touch the bars. I was leaning back. I was stretching my back. I didn't even touch the bars at all. And you it know, just, new it riders like, like to fight the bike. You know what I mean? I do They're want right. to hold on, though. When you don't have cruise control, you can't exactly just not be hanging on to your handlebars. No, but you can have a relaxed grip. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I hardly ever use my cruise control. When I'm when I'm traveling, oh, I fucking use all right. It like, just wanted to make sure you know, that everyone was clear. But it's, I mean, you can't obviously you can't <laughs> take your hand completely off the throttle when the bike keep going forever. Right. But you can you can just roll. I mean, I you know lay my fingers over the top and just like Ryan said, I mean, I, I right. get into that zone and you know all I'm doing is ha I have enough friction to keep the throttle where I want it. Yeah. I'm finally yeah. at that point where I have started to realize that I'm not fully rested into it, but. I like with the new bike, I noticed I was super like, like really stressed, you know, really gripping everything and nervous and whatever. And then finally this weekend when I was out riding, I was like, why am I doing this? I know what I'm doing. I don't need to be gripping yeah. on like I'm going to die or something. Let me tell you what, that bike wants to go straight. Mm -hmm. If you oh, leave yeah. it alone, it'll go straight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Unless you hit one of those fucking Illinois potholes. Yeah, unless you hit one of those fucking potholes. <laughs> yeah. Or you got a 50-mile-an-hour crosswind. That's a different oh, situation. Me? Well, me, me and Zach, me, Zach, for, Zach first person went riding this weekend, and there were tw it was 20 to 30-mile-an-hour constant winds, and we had gusts up to 45. Ugh. So we tried as much as we could to have the wind at our backs, so it was pushing us. But yeah. when we started going west on 108 here, dude... Open fields. They haven't even seeded yet here, so it's just open. All on. And we you. were we were at an angle like so, all the way down 108 for 20 plus miles, and we well, were fighting it. At, at least you you can like settle into and get used to it. The problem here is is you have tree cover mm -hmm. yeah. and you don't have the wind, and then all of a sudden there's no tree cover and your bike just shoots over a fucking lane on oh, you. Oh yeah, I was looking at <laughs> the rearview mirror. 
I was looking in the rearview mirror, and you know, after we hit a dip or something to come back up, you just feel it smack you. And I just yeah. saw Zach, wee, yeah, all the way, almost all the way over <laughs> into the ditch. I'm like, are you all right back there? I watched Phil that one day when we were coming home. I thought he was gone. I was like, there he goes. He's <laughs> going off the edge. Those were, those were the gnarliest winds I've ever ridden in. Those gusts were strong. I wouldn't do that. With, I wouldn't do that too up. No, well, fuck, dude. If you got if you're too up and you're fucking on a trip and the winds kit, you don't have much of a choice. I'll stay at the bar. Where's <laughs> <laughs> the closest Holiday Inn? I'm gonna go ahead and check in here. So I want to ask. No. When you guys, uh, when you guys got together but, with your spouses. Were you already r- motorcycle riders? Did they know that you were interested in it? Or did that develop after you'd already been, you know, dating or married or whatever? Well, mine was a little different because I had, I've always jacked with motorcycles. But when I got married and uh, we had kids. He stopped uh, jacking. Yeah. <laughs> no, like when, I, you know, we had kids and uh, my wife was a stay-at-home mom. And I was the only one making money. Obviously, motorcycles weren't on; they weren't on the menu. Yeah, right. Uh, because if I got hurt, then you know that's it was a situation. So I mean, I went fifteen years, I think, not riding until the kids got older and and my wife got back to work. And well, when she got her principalship, I looked at her and I was like can I finally get a motorcycle? You know, we got one getting ready to go to college and you just, you're a principal now. And she was like, well, and she didn't say no. So like the next day I just went and bought that it. That was a mistake. Yeah, no, it was good. <laughs> no, no. Buy first, ask questions later. She didn't say no. She was just kind of like, yeah, you've been waiting. You know, you've been waiting for quite a while. And it wasn't a, a solid yes, but it wasn't a no. So like the next day I went to Harley dealer and I was like, I'll take that one. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd that conversation go when you got home it, when, uh, she goes you did it didn't you and i was like yep she'd been married to me 20, 15 years she well, knew exactly yeah, what was you, going down you <laughs> had an understanding i mean if she really didn't want you to get one she would have said no yeah yeah that's you know and we did i was like 15 years of a heart i mean i had like a scooter and i, mean, I had that's like even a, like me getting the second motorcycle like i you know jared and i give each other shit but if it was really going to be a problem, he would have been like, hell no, don't do that right now. Well, I got to tell you something, though, Brittany. So this is where the, this is where the work on the, work in the marriage and the relationship comes in. There's going to come a time in your, in, your, in your relationship where you're going to be tested. And you're going to want a something. Or, or, yeah, you're going to want something or he's going to want something. And you're going to be absolutely against it. Or he will be, right? And that's where you have to find that common ground. Because I will tell you that a hard no from your spouse if you think it's something reasonable is going to be something that you're going to carry with you so you have to find a way to find a middle ground in there and you know much like much like percy and much like tony i've been married for 26 years my wife knows me well enough to know that um there is no hard no is pretty much i mean that's not that's not the right way to say it i mean like she comes home with a guy and says hey <laughs> Guess what we're doing tonight? I'm gonna be like, that's a hard no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and more Somebody call 911 because I'm right. going to prison tonight. Right, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Not a prison wallet, just prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there, there's, there, there are times when you need to, 
you know, when you need to negotiate and, and I don't mean, you know, like make a deal where you get this and you get this and you get this and you get this. No, you sometimes gotta, you got to you guys you have to work together. Well, sometimes yeah, so. th that person needs to realize maybe what something means to you beyond yeah. because honestly, my wife never knew me as a motorcyclist. Right. She knew it was part of my history. And so when we started having those conversations, it was a, you know, this is an important part of who I am, an important part of my childhood, an important part of what I want to be as I, you know, grow and mature in my adulthood. And um, once I started riding again, she knew that I was never going to stop until I can't ride anymore. So rather than being, a, you know, rather than being in the way of that, you become a catalyst. And then, like Dave said, I want her to experience all of these joys with me. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I see something cool, then you're like, oh, I wish she was here or whatever the case may be. So you want that person involved. And like Dustin said earlier, when something cool happens on the podcast or, or whatever, you know, then that person's just as excited for you as you are. And so then now they're involved instead of instead of um, fighting against it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I'm I was kind of in between Tony and Ryan that my my wife didn't know me when I rode. We were married for 20 years before I broached the subject. The only thing she knew is uh, PJ, our, our oldest, was the child I brought into the marriage. He knew that I rode before. Um, but that's all she ever knew, right, is, is through him. But I think, you know, for me, when I had sit down and had that conversation with her, you know, that, hey, I'm thinking about doing this again, all I all I did was kind of talk through my reasons why, and and she got mm -hmm. that that I, I it was health reasons I needed a way to find myself again and to get rid of all the bad shit that was going on you know that I had to deal with in life, and she she understood you know and that's that's what marriage is about right it's understanding what each other needs and being supportive of that. Well, this is it. a deep ass podcast, man. I love this, man. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, we're all up in feelings. We, we, ha and shit. we have we're to like do. We have to do that. Every Tony's now so now uncomfortable there. over I this. I am, man. Great. I, I, I love come it. old school. You bury that shit. And don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking about deep stuff. <laughs> well, <I> Jesus. Think... <laughs> <laughs> and here we go again. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll sweep, I think I'll sweep this. I'll sweep this up real quick before yeah. we, uh, we before we move on. But like me and my wife, we met in 04, got married in 09. We had our first kid in 13, had our second kid in 15. I started writing before my second born was one. I did everything backwards. Usually, you, you did it ass backwards, yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just I decided when, before my son turned one that I wanted to ride a motorcycle and. We, we just talked about it a little bit. I brought up, I was like, I'm thinking about buying a bike and riding. And she's like, we just came to this understanding. She's like, take the MSF course. She's like, wear gear. I'm like, I plan on doing that anyway. Right. So ever, ever since, she's been very supportive of everything. So, well, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's just what you guys all said, though. When you're in a relationship like that, that's... That's like the point of it, right? You want to understand each other and you want to support each other no matter what it is. Sometimes you got to put yourself in that other person's shoes too. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, when they do come with a, a no or, you know, I don't think that's a great idea, you need to understand where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. And sometimes right. you got to 
again, I'm out of these fucking feelings. Fuck you all. <laughs> Let's move on to something else. <laughs> I mean, I'm done talking about this shit. <laughs> Put the scrope cone up on the screen again. Yeah, where's the scrope cone, man? You can add it. I found a setting in stream. Jesus <laughs> Fun Christ. Fact. This fucking oh podcast is a bummer, dude. I just paste it all over the background here. Just, on the, just, on say, the, just say cock and balls after after. Yeah. Time cock and balls. <laughs> you'll, you'll we're not, we're not talking about anything that probably... 90% of our listeners oh, don't, I know. don't get yeah. it right. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's... I mean, we all, this is, you know, if, Cock unless, and you're, balls. In, unless you're, <laughs> <laughs> unless you're making your way through life alone, it doesn't matter whether you're talking about a spouse, someone you live with, someone yeah. you're really close to. Cock and balls. <laughs> <laughs> or you're one my, of those my... guys that married like a, a mother replacement. <laughs> my balls. Are, no, you know, you know, you know, those guys are out there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, it's like true, every true. time they go to take a piss, they gotta ask. Yeah. yeah, well, but some guys want a mother replacement too. That's so sad. I know. You know, I if that's, that's what you want, that's God what you damn. Want. Is, they have websites for that. This will help you right here, Tony. This is my advice. If you really want to buy a motorcycle and you really want to ride, and your spouse isn't going to support you, bounce her to the curb. <laughs> and ride all you want. <laughs> There's my advice. <laughs> Jesus. Finally, some honesty came through. <laughs> no, I'm I'm super lucky. I I I am. No, I think there, we all are. I'm done yeah, with the feelings. Yeah, absolutely. Done, done with the feelings. Hey, we got we got one feelings episode in for the year. We're good. Jesus, fucking call this the episode for millennials. <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 if this were a millennial episode they'd be talking about negotiating for shit and all kinds of crap oh. all right discord friends ftb's about to answer your questions make sure you head over to fivedirtybikers.com and click the link on the home page to visit our discord and become a member it's not oh, one of those stupid shoot, fucking questions if i could only have one flavored Just ice for you, cream yes. for the rest of my life, and <laughs> it would be the scrotum cone. I want you, the nuts flavored cone, please. <laughs> salt and strandies. Yeah, salty. Mm. And now we're right back on topic. How did that? How did that? Yes. Yeah. Why does this ice cream <laughs> like bleak? Went from from deep and thoughtful to the scrot cone. That's just well, scrot cones can be deep. I mean, they can be as deep as you want yeah, them to be. Sprinkle yeah. in a little bit of hair. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Hey, just go back to uh, so disgusting. You never asked if you want nuts on that. Yeah, nobody wants a hairy scrot cone. <laughs> you want extra nuts on that? No. We had, extra, a, we had extra, a man extra, extra salt. We had a manscape mm. sponsorship. There's there's no uh, there's there's only smooth scro cones around this man, place. You're so kidding yourself. Look, I don't have a pair of balls, <laughs> but I know that you're you kidding yourself if you think you can shave that shit completely clean. That's all I'm hmm. saying. Really? <laughs> because <laughs> why? Challenge? Why, Brittany? <laughs> it is. It's a challenge. I think we're gonna get some money involved here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The only way to get it clean is you got to go have chicken you, skin. Look, you all have some balls, and I know for a fact those things are all Flat wrinkly like and, and just like you got you to hey, 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 that hey, shit out. Hey, to get it you clean. don't know that for a fact about no. any one of the four of us, young lady. <laughs> don't be starting to spread that shit around. That ain't happening. You got to get it flat like paper. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, oh let's get God. to these Discord questions so we're not was talking that, about anybody's sack anymore. Was that a good transition, though? Can we, we edit that out of the, to... out of the yeah, podcast? Yeah, let's edit out all yeah. the scrotum talk. <laughs> we, don't need to, we, don't need to, we don't need that in here. I got yeah. this. Uh, we have a question from Da Super Stinker. I want to know das, what suspension das. and engine, Ryan... Deadwood let me, Green. Let me restart that. I want. <laughs> <laughs> the question is... What oh. color is the scrotum? I <laughs> Deadwood <wanted> green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, some bitch has seen some action. has set in. Oh. <laughs> Motherfucker's on a leprechaun. <laughs> I want to know what suspension and engine upgrades Ryan has settled on for his performance-looking bagger. Yeah, sure. I can answer that. So, Das Super Stinker, um, first of all, you can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> With your Deadwood Green scrotum set. <laughs> Call, calling it a performance-looking bagger. No, in, in all seriousness, uh, probably a uh, probably a cam chest. So, oil pump, cam plate, you know, lifters, that whole deal. Uh-oh. Um, and I would guess uh, that and Legend Suspension. Those would be I, I don't I don't plan on major engine work unless mine were to blow up or something. But uh honestly, a cam is gonna be fine for my bike and uh suspension. Legend suspension. So I think he posed a question to to, to Tony earlier today. Um and, and he said something about uh, he took a picture of his his uh suspension on his bike and said, Does this quantify big dick energy? And and I agree with Tony. The answer to that is no. No. It has to have remote reservoirs. If it doesn't, right. you just have a lip hitter. Yeah, it's not true. Big hitter. dick energy, <laughs> or it's or you just, just have... big enough to smack you in the lips. Yeah, it's just a little bit of a Peter punch. That's it. Yeah, that's no, it. No big dick energy there. You gotta have the reservoirs to have the big dick energy. Yep. Mm. And to answer that question, yes, I'll be going full big dick energy. <laughs> it's gonna have the oil cans hanging off the back of that motherfucker. God damn right, I will. Part two of that is. Is Percy done upgrading his bagger, or is there anything more he can possibly change? There is. You haven't done any engine work yet. I have not. Exhaust work or anything. I have not, and I'm still not to that point yet. Um, The priority for me right now, especially after the trip out to Uranus and back, is to do something about my... Bag latches. (laughs) Bag latches. You haven't seen the video yet. Amazon bag latches. That's already taken care of. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> motherfucker no so adjustable levers and i am i am torn at the moment between psr adjustables and one finger I'm not sure which way i'm gonna go and then the other thing is are uh, one finger adjustables yeah yes yeah mm. and then they the, reduce uh, the pull and they're adjustable the other thing's a stage two, which I know I'm going to do a, a gems cam for the cam and not really sure on the exhaust yet. Kind of leaning towards maybe Chrome works. Don't know. I've asked them a couple of questions. They haven't answered my email, so I may be moving on to something else, but we'll see. Maybe moving on. You got two days left, Chrome works. Two days. And fuck off. Third part from Mr. Third Stinker. part? What is this? Fucking back to school? I have one question <laughs> in 56 parts. <laughs> the answer is four? This is a college four? level question. <laughs> Will Dustin or Maverick upgrade their suspensions on their sport glides? Brittany? Well, 
Yes. It's already halfway done. I put on to start with the uh, Legends rear suspension. There is a slight hiccup. Apparently not very many people with sport glides have installed the monoshock. Um, so I'm kind of waiting to hear some answers back from them. But it is amazing. I have been riding with it on there. And um, uh, it's so good that I didn't even realize how good it is. Jared took my bike out this weekend and he was like, okay, that suspension is like a million times better than the stock. Really? Because so. I don't feel I need it. I'm not, you, I don't you know don't, if I need you it You don't or think not, you I do guess, until but... you change it. I swear. It's crazy. I, I, they... I can't complain about anything, any way that bike rides. I just, I don't feel I need it. I am the most well. excited to do the front suspension. So I went all in, drank all the Kool-Aid, and I bought the full, full set the full, front and the full rear. full set. No, where where you really tell it is in your big bumps and in like your little chatter bumps. Like the little chatter bumps, you feel absolutely nothing. And on the big bumps, I mean, it's just, there's none of that like back jarring shit yeah. mm -hmm. anymore. And no more nosedive when you break either. Yeah, yeah that's that the back jarring thing is a thing of the past. Fair enough. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's an expensive fucking upgrade though. But it is because you can't you yes, can't just do is. the butt lift. You got to do the front job too. You know, yeah, it's an yeah. to get the whole thing. See, I'm, I think I'm open, the, I'm open to it, but like I said, I just want to ride this year, so I'm not really worried about upgrades. Yeah, it's upset. Yeah. No, for right now, I just went right away. Crazy. What's what's our fourth part? Fourth part. No more. There's actually, only three. Only three parts. It's a part one. Only for three. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Deep Freeze Bob asked. This is for Mr. Cox. Oh shit. Will Tony ever? Yes, I clean my bike. <laughs> will you ever clean it north of the wall when you go visit? If will I ever do what? Will you ever visit them <laughs> north of the wall? I don't know, man. I mean, it's gonna have to be like July. You've only got six <laughs> weeks out of the year high. to do it, man. Yeah. yeah fuck. When does it start getting cold? Actually, I would love to see that part of the country. I've never been past St. Louis. Hmm. Yeah, come up. So summer, I would. Man. You've awesome. never been farther north than St. Louis. I've never been further west than St. Louis. Really? Oh. Yeah. You can ride your bike oh, wow. way past your bedtime, and it will still be <laughs> totally yeah. light out. <laughs> I've been up to like, I've been to Minnesota. That's about as far north as I've been. I'm all like East Coast. You know, all of my traveling's been you know, New York and the Carolinas and mm -hmm. Florida and. Georgia, shit like that. Mm. But yeah, I've never been out west or up north, really. So yeah, I'd, I'd love to do it. Actually, I would. Yeah. Is is Uranus going to be the furthest west you've been? Yes. Wow. Yes. That's I crazy. think the furthest west I've been is is St. Louis, and then on my way down to Gulf Shores, you know, we'll go through what is that, uh, Alabama or Mississippi? I think. But yeah, no, man. I'm 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 on the East Coast. I'm 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 Southern boy. So I mean, Uranus is going to be west for you. So, yeah. All right. That's probably going to be about the furthest west. Yeah. Wow. Past St. Louis. Yeah. Bob also wow. says, seriously though, can't wait to meet up and hang out in Uranus this summer with everyone. But everybody, again, we're going to be posting updates on the FDBM website as a part of the website. So make sure you <coughs> go there and see the new developments. We'll have a tentative schedule posted up probably by now, by the time this podcast is released. That way you can kind of see what the plans are exactly for each day, Friday through Sunday. 
and everything's working out really well. So as long as the weather cooperates, it should be as good as any time we've had so far. Yeah. The other place you can get information about the meetup is on our wonderful Discord. Yep. Yes. It's fucking free. It is free. Yeah, we have a channel dedicated specifically for the meetup. Yes. So it's speaking, very quick to find information. Speaking of Discord and, and supporting FDB, um, the Discord's free, but if you do feel like supporting FDB is something that you want to do, you can buy some merch. Our- <laughs> buy some merch <laughs> you you could always you could always join um the five degree bikers patreon there's a link to that also on our website you can go to www.5degreebikers.com you can find the link to our patreon on there and um just so you know that proceeds from that will be going towards our uh bike build our charity bike build that we're doing and we'll be doting that money to an autism charity so where are we doting that money to dustin that would be Taka, the Autism Community in Action. And they are very excited about the news of us choosing them as the charity of choice for this. So, Yeah, and we're sending, uh, we, we already have the Sportster Ironhead on a truck shipped to Jared Weems. Wow. What's he building? What kind of bike are we building? We're building a chopper. A chopper. Sportster chopper. And it's going to be a Sportster Chopper, but it's also going to be a proper chopper with a kick. So Proper it, chopper with a kick. You know it. And an iron head. And an iron head motor, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's with, exciting. With, with Jared Weems and then Blockhead and his crew violating this bike, it's going gonna, it's gonna to rip a little bit of ass. Yeah, if you wear dentures, you might not want to ride this bike because they won't stick in. But uh, no, if, you, if you poop easy, <laughs> you don't want to ride this bike either. That what? Tony, you out of both of those categories. <laughs> Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> right. suckers, excluding me. <laughs> well, everybody, that's going to do it for Deep Feelings with Five Dirty Bikers. Deep thoughts. I want to thank you for joining us again this Keeping week and deep. every week that you do here on Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. Make sure you are following us on social media on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And until next time, keep it Tony. And keep it We're going to be running deep in your anus. Very deep. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>